SoCal QOL. It is Thursday, and I am so happy it's Thursday, or better known as SHIT. Just kidding. Hey guys, so we are having another amazing podcast, and today we are doing the throwback. The Throwback Thursday. And unfortunately, my OBS isn't really working. So we're trying something new on the live stream. But what's cool about the listeners on the podcast is you guys get to go onto Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, all that good stuff. And you get to see the picture that I'm going to show and so it's exciting <laughs> it's really exciting i was going to go through a whole bunch of other photos but maybe i can i don't know maybe i can throw up some comparisons or a collage of some sort but today's throwback is going to be based on the photo the photo that made me see myself differently i think we can all agree that especially when we're younger uh, we tend to play very ignorant with some things and some other things we don't. But for me, when it came to my looks, when it came to how I saw myself, I, I knew I wasn't like, you know, stud, beefy, strong, six-pack guy, but I definitely did never, ever thought I was fat. And so, long story short is, once you turn to your late 20s and you start having a poorer metabolism, <laughs> things start to stay on your body more than you'd like. So, when I was in my probably 27th, 28th year, I probably saw a, a drastic change in the fact that when I would eat, things wouldn't burn off as quick. Maybe maybe my pants would be a little tighter and my shirt would be a little scrunchier. But for the most part, I kind of just didn't really think about it. I guess it's just that, you know, that self-image thing. You just see yourself a certain way and you glance at yourself in the mirror, but you don't that you don't kind of think twice about it. It's not like it's not like one day you're skinny, the next day you're fat. It's super gradual to the point where when I got married, obviously I could tell that things, you know, things were different. Things were getting different. And and you know, they they would say, "Oh yeah, you got your good old uh you know, happy weight or whatever, and you're in the honeymoon phase, and you know, you're just, you're eating because you're happy, and, and you're comfortable, and you're not trying to woo somebody, so it's totally normal, but for me, I, even, even though I knew I was getting bigger, I was adding more weight, I still didn't, like, think, like, oh, yeah, I have a problem, you know, it's, like, the first step is admitting that you have a problem, so all that's to be said I remember, I remember I didn't even try on, this is how ignorant I was, I didn't even try on the the outfit I was going to wear, and I say outfit because I didn't have like a tux, my wedding was very, I want to say casual, I just told 
my groomsmen to wear a black vest, white shirt. Uh, I think we had black ties. Yeah, we had black ties and then just slacks. You know, I didn't have everyone go and get fitted. I didn't do any of that stuff. So like if someone didn't have it, they would just go out and buy it, you know, super cheap, nothing crazy. And I can't remember what my wife did as far as that goes, but um, I'll have her explain that in another podcast. But for the most part, it, it was hilarious because I remember being up in like the bathroom at the church changing with my best man. And as I'm putting on this vest, you could just, you could just see like the buttons were about to burst. And it was an outfit that I wore, gosh, like at least two or three years before. And I would, I wouldn't say I was like super skinny, but I definitely was probably in the 160 range. And I would say, I would say when I got married, I was probably at least 200 pounds. So we're talking about a 40 pound difference. And I literally super ignorant. I'm telling you, uh, it's, it's really easy, especially if you don't have a problem and you have a higher metabolism, uh, for your whole life. Uh, but once again, you know, I, it's not like I had a six pack. I, I didn't grow up doing sports. I didn't, I didn't do, I didn't do that stuff. So I always knew I had some, some junk in the trunk and a little love handle here and some package, some boobage, but you know, because of that reason, like if I had a six pack and I gained 40 pounds, it would be super obvious. And I'm sure I'd be super self-conscious and blah, blah, blah. But I, I grew up, you know, I, I grew up not, not worrying about taking my shirt off because I actually just, I would try to avoid the, the whole situation entirely. So what if I went to the beach, I would always wear a rash guard. If I went to the pool, I'd always like jump in first and I would just stay in there. Uh, or, or I would just not go, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out to those types of occasions, but all that to be said, I'm wearing an outfit that I wore two or three years before 40 pounds lighter. And as I'm, as I'm doing it, I just, I can, I can tell that it's probably hilarious to my best man because at the end of the day, you know, I've obviously gained weight and I just, I'm not really admitting it. I'm just kind of like, Oh, this is tighter than I remember. So anyways, I get married. I remember looking back at the pictures going like, Oh, those are nice. We had a couple of photographers. They were good friends of ours and, uh, they took nice pictures. So I was just like, wow, cool pictures. Once again, I'm ignorant. I don't know how to take photos. So I'm like, woohoo. Flash forward our honeymoon seeing pictures from my phone. I'm like, oh, that tank top looks a little tighter than I remember, you know, laying out on the beach. Oh, wow. It looks like I have a little, little more, little more weight to me, you know, then maybe the next anniversary, more weight, next anniversary, more weight. I, I think by that time I was probably posting a photo every like three months on social media. And if you guys know anything about SoCal QOL, we post two to three times on each platform. So, and a bunch of them have me in them. So you could tell like there was something wrong. I was very uncomfortable. I knew something was wrong, but I didn't know what to do about it. I, I didn't know. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know what to do. So that being said, by the time I turned 
probably 31? I don't know, actually, maybe it's on my ID, hold on. Uh, this says 2015, so yeah, uh, yeah, I was 30. 6-23-15, so I, I was just, I just turned 30, a couple months after being 30, and this photo came in the mail, because I went to the place to take it, so here we go. Boom! So once again, if you're if you're listening to the podcast, go to our Twitter, our Instagram, Facebook, whatever whatever your favorite platform is. That is the picture. I'm making sure I can't see any info. That is the picture. It's my license. It's my ID that I have to carry around all the time. Every bar I go to, every time I have to sh- you know show that I'm of legal age, and that's the picture. And I know I shared this on a couple. Uh, well, I didn't say a couple, but we had a, a few Instagram slash Facebook live posts two days ago, and I forgot to do it in the first one, but I brought it the second one. So anyways, I didn't even like shower that day. I literally woke up, didn't shave. I barely did my hair. If anything, I probably had product in for the day before. So I was like, oh, it looks fine. Don't even worry about it. Uh, throw on this like blue shirt, which you can't really even see, but because the background's blue, but you know, I had this this really cool plaid light and dark blue shirt. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna look good in this one. Look at you, fatty. Oh my gosh. To this day, I still, I cannot believe it. So in this picture, I'm pushing like 230, maybe 240. I mean, I was so insecure that I, I don't even think I, I don't even think I weighed myself after a certain point. I just wouldn't do it. So I was like, if I'm gonna lose weight, that I'm gonna lose weight, but I'm not. I'm not going back. I'm not gonna like try to assess and see what's up. So, um, anyways, you guys, all that to be said, this was the photo that caused me to look at myself, look at my life, reassess who I am, what I was doing with my life, what I wanted to do, which was obviously lose weight. But just feel better. Um, I think at that point too, I was probably going through the most stress. I mean, I've been through a couple hiccups. I know I've talked about stress as well, but I mean, at this point, you know, I was switching careers. I was, you know, I, I'd only been married for a few years, and I mean, it was just, it was a hard time. The bosses that I had, like, just, I felt took advantage of me slash didn't, you know, didn't see the value in me or, and, and that gives a whole sense of doubt. And so I knew I had to do something. And so, so obviously this being the fifth, you know, 2015, I probably, yeah, I didn't do anything about it till 2016. And then, so by 2016, we got with a friend who is a beach body coach and she, essentially got us hooked up with the set, you know, like the Shakeology, the, the DVDs, the, uh, we might've, I don't know if they had Beachbody on demand by then, maybe not, but if they did, you know, we definitely got that as well in the future regardless. But so we, we start doing something. We start, you know, being more active, which just means, you know, every day we do some kind of workout on TV in the house we're trying to eat better. We're drinking, you know, the shakes. And I'm, I remember I was taking the train a lot. So I would always bring it on my train ride and I'd go through it 
down on the way down. So that was the first year. And I definitely lost, you know, probably 20 pounds, maybe 25. But because I couldn't keep it up, because it it didn't really make sense to me, like why I was doing the thing I was doing. Uh, every instruction that I got was great. I'm not going to dog Beachbody. I'm not going to dog the trainers I worked with. It was more so like I just didn't understand how the body works, especially because I lived for 30 years and didn't have to worry about it. You know, it's 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 I think it's harder to not have to learn something for that long and then try to force yourself to relearn it or not even relearn it, but like to understand it, even though you never had to understand it. Uh, I mean, I guess you could look at it like a car, like. I can buy a car right now, or even when I, you know, let's say I got my license. I don't even know how a car works, but I get a license, I buy a car, I drive it, I put gas in it, you know, I occasionally get oil changes. But for the most part, you don't have to know how it works. You just, you know, plead ignorance and go on with your merry way. So that's kind of how it was. You know, my body was this vehicle that, yeah, I knew how to feed it, you know, but was I giving it the best food, the best fuel? Was I getting it the premium octane extra additive, blah, 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 blah. Was I getting oil changes every three months? Was I, you know, getting new tires? No, I wasn't doing any of that. I was simply running on empty, you know, riding it hard and to the point where, so my body by the first year lost some weight, but gained it right back for the most part. Um, my wife and I were in transition between a few churches and, you know, if you know my story, that was a big part of my life, uh, and my wife's life. It still is. And, but you know, together it's, it's even probably more stressful, more, more crazy to, uh, to go through those, those types of things. I mean, it's essentially just, it's like corporate bullshit. You know, you go through things where drama and crap and people are being selfish. And I mean, you think like, oh, religion, it's, People are going to be super nice, and that's all they care about. No, it's a business. A biz, it's a nonprofit organization that's that's literally trying to, to pay its way um, to do what they feel is the best interest of the four walls. So as we were going through those things, more stress, more food, more late nights, more lack of sleep, more stress, more late nights, more lack of sleep, more stress, more lack of sleep, more bad food. So it actually took us kind of stepping, I'll say stepping down from ministry. So basically stepping away from a career. And it was at that moment that I had, I had watched the Joe Rogan podcast with Mark Sisson from Primal Blueprint, Primal Kitchen, Primal Endurance. Google that man, Google that company, companies, because it changed my life. It literally changed my life. Sitting to, sitting and listening to Mark, I still have it on my phone. So it's three and a half hours. I mean, I can listen to it a couple times a week, actually, because I, you know, I walk every, every day. So, you know, two hour walk, I can go through most of it right there. But it's, it's refreshing to listen to it again, because I, I hear things that are newer. I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, that 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 was a, a very biblical thing because in ministry, and obviously being in church all the time. I mean, the living word of God is always going to teach you something new. So 
I knew that part of, of, of the Bible. So when I was listening to these podcasts or this podcast over and over again and hearing new things, I could relate to it because I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, that's, if something is alive, if something is connecting and working and firing neurons and guiding you and encouraging you, it's, it's going to keep bringing you new revelations. So, so like I said, to this day, I still listen to it and am in awe of not only Mark's articulation, but you know, the bounce back between Joe and, and Mark and, how, how Joe's realizing things just listening to him talk, even though he knows his shit. He knows how to eat and how not to eat and how to work out. And he's a freaking fighter. And he, I mean, he knows what's up. So I think I was actually more motivated because of someone like Joe responding to what Mark was saying. And then, you know, at the end of the podcast, he goes, I'm, I'm going to try this, you know, intermittent fasting and lowering my carb intake. And, and it was just, uh, Obviously, Mark takes it to a whole other level. I I have to hire people for SoCal QOL to fully take advantage of, of the whole primal coach institution because that's just not how my brain works. But what's great is that I can see the the not only the positivity, but the empowerment that getting the grasp getting a grasp on on what you know food really does to you why certain foods do certain things to you and why others don't. And I love the fact that I can anticipate things. So in any anything that I've done that I've been good at, it's because I've been able to anticipate. Whether it's playing a guitar, singing a song, or, you know, running a service in church. It's like, I just, I know what to expect. I know what's coming up. And I know how to find problems before they happen. Same with my diet now. I can eat something know what it's going to do to me, prepare myself. And as it's happening, I can basically like calm myself down because I know, I know, I know what it's doing. And that kind of, that kind of thing, that kind of situation for any human being, being is, I think it's more important than the situation. You know, if you know that you're going to get fatter doing something, but then you know how to counteract that later, you're fine. You're fine eating. You can actually enjoy it more because as I eat bread, as I eat, uh, you know, I usually eat dark chocolate. So if I eat a super sweet chocolate, uh, milk chocolate, or my, my kryptonite is ice cream, I can pound like two bowls of ice cream, whipped cream, sprinkles, chocolate syrup, some cherries, Sometimes I crush like cookies, like I go, I go all for, all in, uh, when it comes to ice cream. So, but I, but I know what it's going to do to me. I know I'm probably not going to go to sleep till two or three in the morning. I know the next day I'm going to be craving, you know, crappier foods, especially if it's like the third, third day. Like if I've eaten ice cream every day for three days, I know what's up. Like I know what's going to happen. And just knowing that about myself, having that self-awareness, whoo. Preaching, having that self-awareness, you guys, is so much more fucking important than anything. Having that self-awareness is so important as adults. And it's something that I want to teach my kids. Like, I I want my kids to be freaking so self-aware at four or five years old. To the point where 
they know if they're getting hangry or not. Like they know why they're getting hangry. They know why they're yelling at mom and dad because they ate something or they didn't get enough sleep. And, and we'll talk about it. We'll literally go back and forth be like, you know, I'll, I'll use their, I'll use their fake, well, not fake. They're not fake names, but future names. We don't have any kids yet, but you know, Avery or, uh, Elias, like, you know, Hey, Avi, why, why are you mad? Cause I had this and I didn't get enough sleep and now I'm mad at mommy. It's like, okay, so what are we going to do about it? Not going to eat that again, at least not today. And maybe I'll go take a nap. And then once I get up, I know I'm, I'm sounding super optimistic about, about parenting and all that stuff, but I don't know. I just, I, I don't think I'm going to give my kids the ability to be like, I don't want to call it entitlement because I know it's not entitlement. I mean, kids will be kids. They're going to cry. They're going to complain. They're going to whine. But I think more importantly is, is how you respond to those things. If your kid falls down, hurts themselves, if you go, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, honey. You know, if you do that, it's going to enable them to do it even more. Or next time, do a whole other like routine where they they basically have a pity party for, for no freaking reason. So uh, they're like a soccer player. <laughs> Those fouls are hilarious. I can't even watch soccer because of that reason. Um, or I should say football. I can't I can't watch football because of that reason. Because you see them fall. It's such a poetic like ballet. And I just laugh. I'm like, God, come on. So anyways, kids, having the empowerment to know why you're feeling the way you are. Uh, I mean, I think that's the key about being an adult. You know, when you get older and you have to pay bills and then you get a notice in the mail saying you didn't pay your bill, it's like, oh, well, I just didn't know. I didn't know if I bought this that I was going to have to, you know, pay it later. You can't say that. You can't have that excuse. So how are we supposed to do that with our bodies? How are we supposed to do that with our temples, our vehicles? And so, man, that was a super long tangent, but I love it. So... By the time I see this podcast, I am super on fire to like kick my body's ass, you know? And basically, I left the group of people that I usually hung out with. So, and that sounds bad, but we were, like I said, we were in transition. We were stepping down from a career. Uh, my wife was going back to one. I was, I was pretty much already transitioning into where I am right now. I'm, um, you know, I'm the, I don't even know what to call myself, owner, founder, starter of SoCal QOL, but I was already thinking about the, the, the lifestyle, the active um, presence that I wanted to have with other people around me and how I just wanted it, it to be infectious. I wanted this wellness and this quality of life to just overflow because that's what I've been taught. You know, I've been taught that in ministry and even with music, like it's, it's, it makes so much more sense as a human being playing a guitar or playing an instrument and singing to, to make it infectious to other people, to have other people enjoy it. So with that being said, as I'm, as I'm starting to implement these things, I straight up went out Either I bought it or maybe my mom and dad bought it for me as like a gift. I can't remember. But regardless, I get the book 
it's, you know, yay big versus the, so I got the endurance one, which is like this big and the blueprint, it's like this big, it's like the Bible. Uh, so I get endurance. I read it all the way through. I got to like the stretching chapter, which I think is like the second to last or something. And at that point, like I'm on fire. I'm, I'm walking. I'm, I was almost like speed walking because I was just so excited. But after a while, I realized that that actually wasn't good for me. I am, I'm not like a, my body doesn't like function that way for some reason. So when I, when I walk now, I just, I walk at a normal human pace. Uh, I'm on my phone most of the time working, so it's, it's fine. And my path is like straight because I walk in this, in a little suburban area. But yeah, so I'm losing weight because I'm intermittent fasting. I'm not eating any carbs straight up, like butter, fat, protein, pork rinds, you know, melted cheese. I think I was eating dark chocolate, but maybe I wasn't even eating dark chocolate. So from like the first four or five months, I lost 30, 40 pounds. It was insane. And like right now I am one, I think, our post yesterday said 177 or no 179. So I'm actually, it's crazy, but I'm actually 25 pounds heavier, nah, 20 pounds heavier than I was at my lowest in recent years. Uh, I think my lowest was like 155 when I really like tried. I know I mentioned uh, a couple days ago that I'm the kind of all or nothing person. And I used to go on like, you know, week long, uh, fast, uh, but there was one, or the first year I did a fast, I did it for 30 days. So I just did the master cleanse for 30 days and yeah, I dropped like 30, 40 pounds. I was already kind of skinny, but by that point I was like super skinny. And I, I ended up doing, I ended up doing P90X right after the fast. So my, my fridge was stocked with food and, uh, yeah, that was a fun time. I was living in LA, woo, but yeah, so I lose the first 30, 40 pounds. It's my birthday. I'm turning 33. We go to Club 33, which is amazing. Kudos to my wife. Uh, she's a baller like that. And actually, I should say, she she gets the hookups because uh, she's amazing. But so, but I'm still like revved up. I'm I'm at like 200 or 190. And I'm like, yeah, let's keep going. I, I grew a little beard. I grew a little beard because I was like, oh, I'm already big. Might as well, you know, make the beard look bigger. But uh, so I get down to the 158 or something. Uh, so 20 pounds lighter than I am right now. And yeah, it was it was it was one of those things where I look back at this photo. I look back at this photo and I just I freaking laugh. I'm like, you idiot. What was wrong with you? How could you go that long? But it, that's how it is. That's how it is. It's, I, I want to tell you right now, if you're struggling with weight loss and you, you don't know what to do, right? But you also, you're in a, you're in an environment and you're in a situation or a place in your life where even the people around you aren't really like complaining. Maybe it's your significant other your spouse, your boyfriend, girlfriend, they're not stressing it out. They're like, honey, babe, don't worry about it. Like, I love you the way you are. Like, that's fine and all, but I'll have to tell you something. 
I would not give up the feeling of being self-aware, of having the knowledge, and being able to, like, determine something, like, to be able to say, this is what's going to happen, and then couple days couple weeks couple years later months i'll say sorry months not years let's not let's not go year route because that's a long time couple weeks couple months half a year and to be able to see it happen like being able to see your career grow and or being able to start a business all you entrepreneurs out there imagine being able to start a business to know exactly how you want to do it and it happens like, you cannot tell me that feeling is not worth it. Any other feeling in the world that you can tell me does not compare to that. There's only one other thing that I like now, which is not that, but close to it, is selling stuff on eBay. Because every time I get an email saying I sold something on eBay or accept this offer, I get all giddy. I'm like, ooh. I like this. $6 for a old Nintendo 64 game? Yeah. Woohoo. So, we're hitting we're hitting 30 minutes, guys. I don't want to go too much longer. I guess these are like 30 minute long podcasts when it's just me. But at least I didn't have to take any tea. That's cool. Um I would not give that feeling up for anything. Doesn't doesn't matter what food you put in front of me. Doesn't matter. I mean, I'm, I'm going to eat food that I want to eat. So if you give me a filet mignon, or no, I shouldn't say that. That's a good meal. If you give me a bowl of ice cream, and I know I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to eat this because I, I know I have the time to set aside to be more active, to plan my meals out better. You know, I mean, goodness gracious, we just came out of the holiday season from Thanksgiving till like, the week after, I shouldn't say the week after, the week of Christmas, I ate like a pig. I mean, I, I just told you, I, I went from 158 to now I'm 179. Like, I gained 20 pounds. Granted, I don't look as bad as this photo, but that doesn't mean I don't feel, I don't feel that way. Of course I do. I, I, I lost that edge. I lost the ability to say, you know what? food, you're gone. Like, not today. I'm going to go through my detox. I'm going to have a headache. I'm going to drink a hell of a lot of tea. Uh, and I'm going to push through and make this happen. There's, like I said, there's nothing other than selling stuff on eBay right now that you could tell me is more worth it, more important. And I just hope and pray that you guys listening, if you do struggle with weight loss, or, or honestly, anything in, in wellness, anything in all the aspects of wellness, like there's got to be something either your workplace sucks or your finances are terrible or, you know, your spouse is driving you crazy. Your girlfriend is being stupid or your boyfriend is, you know, whatever those things. Once you get a hold of, of the solution there's, there's nothing, there's nothing better. So with that, you guys, so happy that you came back and excited to finish out the week strong, 
Keep following us on all our social media platforms. And we'll see you next time. All right. Later. Woohoo!